Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Irrelevant Revelations. I'm John. I'm Mary. And welcome. Um, welcome, welcome. <laughs> so this is a podcast where, um, if you're new here, which I guarantee you are, um, <laughs> where two best friends kind of sort through big concepts, big ideas, talk about them. We also just kind of hang out with each other. And uh, we invite you to hang out with us. So, yep, we swap stories. We sometimes uh, say jokes and sometimes talk nonsense. You know, what? Yeah, yeah, what friends do. You might think this whole thing's nonsense, which is why it's called irrelevant revelations. So join us, friends. While we (laughs) so we're happy you're here. (laughs) So glad you chose to spend your free time Uh, listening to this. Speaking of that, how are you? I am doing good. Um, I have this week, well, within the past couple of weeks, um, I noticed Spotify. I think this is a new thing, but Mm -hmm. Spotify brought up um, a time capsule playlist. Yeah. And I've been hitting that sucker at least (laughs) every morning. Ooh, it has taken me back. It yeah. is like my emo warp tour days. <laughs> and it's awesome. It's been just great. one of those days. It's just one of those days. <laughs> and, and yeah, Limp Biscuits in there, yeah. um, which I don't really recall him being in the picture, but he's there. And it's where they belong, though, the time capsule. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and um yeah, so that's just been providing me with some uh, some good nostalgia, if yeah. you will, for sure. But yeah, I mean, other than that, we're getting ready to, we're going out of town this awesome. weekend, going up to Lopez Island. So Sweet. we're doing all right. Yeah. How about you? How was your trip? Uh, I You're back, so we know yeah. that <laughs> for those of you that listened to the previous episode, <laughs> uh wife's yeah. our john's wife is surprising him with a trip and only told him to bring a a jacket and nothing else and yeah. so we assumed he maybe was getting the boot and uh, no i'm back i'm back um back with my jacket with my coat and with your Brought wife it back with, me. with my wife yeah <laughs> yeah um it was really awesome um obviously getting a chance to get away go to a cabin it was a really cool cabin like that was on this ranch um That's and cool. uh i you know really appreciate that we were able to do that and that she set that up and uh yeah it was really cool we we um we went on this hike around this lake that she said you know she was like oh we should definitely go on a hike cuz she loves hiking i said mm-hmm. yeah that sounds good and uh she said yeah we'll go on a so on saturday we'll go on a hike and then maybe we'll go into town and see what they have, see if they have any bookstores. You know, she likes going to old bookstores and mm-hmm. stuff. And just like, and then maybe we'll grab dinner somewhere if they have any like outdoor seating. And wow, um, this is turning. And out I was to like, this sounds romantic great and fun. Then okay. we get out to the hike, <laughs> <laughs> and it took a little longer than we thought. Uh oh. Yeah, it was. Uh, about seven miles um all the way around yeah. the, the lake and that's we a had good dogs chunk. with us yeah we had the dogs with us and there was a lot of people out there so um definitely 
only fit that in. <laughs> didn't make it to the bookstore. <laughs> didn't God. make it to town for for an outdoor. No, dinner. no. We we made it back to the cabin, um, and uh, watched a movie, and then uh, went to bed. And uh, so something happened, and <laughs> I I'm gonna go ahead and throw a trigger warning on here for anybody who's sensitive to farts. <laughs> anyone that, sensitive to anybody that has a fart uh, allergy out there yeah. just unplug for just a second but for the next uh couple minutes uh just go Come ahead and hit that. <laughs> skip it well probably not that long but fart talk welcome so, middle of the night um it's like three o'clock in the morning because that's when everything happens in the middle of the night amen that's true that's a fact actually um i just have a pain in my gut and i'm like okay i i gotta go mm -hmm. and so trying to be very quiet i slip out it's an old cabin everything creaks so i'm trying to be i'm so i slip out it takes probably 30 seconds to like you, slide you out slip of the, out yeah. which is perfect <laughs> mm, yeah. phrasing probably should not have used that terminology but uh i'm slipping out of the the covers trying not to wake up Alicia, I tiptoe, literally start tiptoeing across this creaky board. I'm looking back at the bed to pretty much like uh, admire my craftiness of getting out of the bed without waking her up. <laughs> Just need a self high five real quick. Probably shouldn't have been congratulating myself um, so early because I forgot there was a chandelier like this and it's a cabin, so it's like antlers with lights coming off of them and stuff. But sure. it's, I'm six foot three, so it, and it's about, it goes down to about six foot. So there's a good three inch that it's antler gonna, that you're yeah. going to whack. So right when I turn around, bam, hit it right in the forehead. And it hurt too, right? So I start hopping around like Yosemite Sam, like, ow, ow, ow. Alicia jumps out of out of bed like what is going on in my hopping now i want to remind the listener what i was sneaking out of bed for right was to go use the bathroom uh as i'm hopping around you just hear a <laughs> like each hop has its own <laughs> uh the 3 a.m gut pain is being yeah. released yeah. In intervals as <laughs> so, you're hopping around from hitting yeah. your head on an yeah. antler chandelier. Yeah. This is all that we need to talk about today. Uh oh. <laughs> and so so my wife goes from concern because she heard me go ow and heard sure. a big calamity to just giggling <laughs> because I'm just farting. As every time I move, I'm farting. It's like it's I'm like a fart robot. So every move is just <laughs> and I'm trying to get downstairs because now things are urgent. Right. You're releasing and, that air and it's just coming and I'm up. Not, and I'm not used to the stairs. And so I'm I'm like, I miss a step, almost fall down. I run into the wall and she's just laughing. Losing it, I'm sure. And it's a, kind of a loft bedroom in this cabin. Mm -hmm. And so I make it to the the bathroom 
and I'm angry, I'm hurt, I'm embarrassed, and I just hear from upstairs my wife say, Honey, did you shart? <laughs> oh my God. And uh, I got to tell you, I've been in... I've been in some embarrassing situations in my life. I've been in some low points. I've seen sure. fire. I've seen rain. Mm-hmm. But I can't explain to you how much I just wanted to stay in that cabin bathroom for the rest of my life. Or at least until she left and I could start a new life. Right. Because there's no way after this scenario that she could ever look at me the same. I don't think. And yeah, I'm still working on that. And this so. is why. All that you needed was a jacket. It it's it's coming it's full a fair circle. Point. Yeah, I should have wrapped you, it around my head when I was trying to sneak across the yeah. Needing to uh, stay in that cabin so that she yeah. could leave and you could. Well, that as unfortunate of a story yeah. as that is for you, that yeah. is a fantastic story for the rest of us. Yeah. Oh, um, and also listeners and and for you as well. I I did not shard. I made it. Right. Yeah. But that that I left that part out. But yeah. But the question was asked. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't I can't think of a series of events that are so seemingly catastrophic and also <laughs> um like kind of sneaky. Like there's just you know, the fact that you're waking up in the middle of the night right, with a gut pain in yeah. a new, you know, in a cabin in the woods, which is already, yeah. I mean, for those that don't know, John and I already, we run kind of on a paranoid front <laughs> yeah. from the That's get-go. Right. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, there's that element to it of you're in a new place and in, in the middle of the woods, yeah. now you got 3 a.m. gut pain. And yep. that's, you know, you're coming out of the sleep. Yep. And you got an emergency on your hands and yes. you're, you know, props to you for, for considering your dear, lovely wife, just well, snoozing little, away. Little did I know that emergency would become a tragedy. Right. And you would get <laughs> assaulted by an antler chandelier. Yeah. Um, in the and process it, and also yeah. have it be viewed and experienced by your wife as well, right. which... <laughs> Makes it a whole nother thing. It's just, and, I had the, and you're I pinballing had the... down the stairs <laughs> as you're trying to like. Yeah. God dang, yeah. that's that's. that's and funny. and I had the nerve to when I finally did get to the bathroom and and you know sat down, mm -hmm. um, to be angry for a mm -hmm. little bit where it was like, I hit my head and she has the nerve to right. make a joke about shark, but. Unfortunately, I was in there long enough to come around on my thoughts sure. and be like, "No, she's right. Yeah, she's right. That, that's a she, fair question. That's exactly what she should have done." Yeah, I I feel like every time that there's like I do something in front of particularly my wife that's mm -hmm. um, it's painful both physically but more emotionally through the embarrassment, I always have <laughs> yeah. that initial anger. And yeah. I'm always like, how dare you not ask if I'm okay? Right. Because I rounded the corner and for some reason, my depth perception failed me in that second. And I clipped the corner with my entire body. Yeah. And I think my shoulder's bruised. I'm hurt on the inside. I'm hurt on the outside. And all <laughs> you can do is laugh. How dare yeah. you? Yeah. But, you know. 
and no. then like you said it just comes in you're just like no that's the that is the appropriate reaction yeah and I'm, I'm doing the work i'm trying better at um you know in those moments appreciating the humor of what's right. happening more than the fact that like because it didn't really hurt that i was just surprised when i hit the antler oh, chandelier yeah. sure Nah, i was more concerned for you know um I was actually proud of myself for keeping things together. It could have been much worse. So Sounds like it. I'm surprised so that anyway, that story didn't end uh, yeah. with you just tumbling face down the stairs. <laughs> Maybe next time. So very, very uh All right. Romantic. What an opener. Yeah. The yeah. romantic, romantic day. Getaway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot of things were in the air in general. Love and... Absolutely were. Yeah. Plus... <laughs> Uh, man that's yeah. awesome well uh besides that how how are you oh yeah how, for any listeners that are still there um <laughs> rest of the week was pretty good um finally finished that shed i was working on so i was proud of that nice um he and... said shed by the way not shit he yeah. finished oh, the shit i did too. finish that too yeah but he yeah, yeah. John's... it's my shit and shed that's what he has a shit and shit on the side of his house and he finished <laughs> it and he's shitting it. That's right. Uh, yeah. Good week overall. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, um, wanted to, um, ask you, so do you want to take a trip next door by any chance? You know, I was sitting here thinking it's time for a trip. Yeah. And where I'd like to go on that trip is next door corner. Okay. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. <laughs> yeah. So fireworks. This has somehow become a a running part of the show. And I have to apologize too for the abrupt change in tone there because where do you go after an almost shit yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean cabin story <laughs> i feel uh, like any turn after a story like that is going to uh, be a bit of a u-turn which maybe it should be you know you've said your piece you've said your experience and uh, um we're all very you know we're happy you're okay and we're yeah. appreciative that you took us through that journey right and now it's yeah so it's a fair turn this has kind of become a fixture in the show i don't know if it always will be but it's fun for now um there's this app called next door which we got when we first moved into our house thinking it would be a useful app to see what's going on in the neighborhood maybe get to know our neighbors what it's really become is just a way for me to entertain myself with all the crazy posts that are on there it's basically a social media for your neighborhood people can post on there stuff they've seen stuff they've experienced all that kind of stuff yep so I will open it up and I will just kind of scroll down and scroll and scroll and stop. Perfect. I'm so excited. It didn't fail us this time either, I don't think. <laughs> Every <clears throat> time. And yeah. I, I feel like with Halloween approaching, I, I mean, they've always been good, but I feel like with Halloween approaching, there's just this this sense in the air that yeah. make people even more, you know, inclined. This, okay. This is kind of a spooky one. Ooh. So, okay. Um, so David 
posts a picture and video. I'll put it up here for you. Oh. It's a <laughs> suspicious man um, around our neighborhood. That is spooky. It is a white, so it looks like black and white camera footage yep. mm-hmm. um, of a person that's wearing a, it looks like a, a hoodie, but they don't have the hood up or anything. No. And it's just kind of a white figure because it's in black and white. It's like a white figure that is illuminating in this like backdrop. It, it does look very spooky. Okay, proceed. So David posts this. The title is Suspicious Man Around Our Neighborhood. Has anyone seen this man? 2.30 a.m. in the morning looking at your home. Okay. And I have a feeling David may be... Like a the doomsday man. prepper type or like a uh, hmm. uh, like a security of some sort, but not actual okay. military. Sure. Like not qualified. Right. But just concerned. So underneath he says, person, one. Hair, no hair. Top, sweatshirt. Okay. Bottom, jeans, Pants. comma. Oh <laughs> jeans. Comma, dark. Oh, hold on. Can I guess the next one? Feet, two. (laughs) Hands, two. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, um, So we'll we'll dive into the uh, comments here. That's where it ends. It ends after Gene's dark. So he he posted. He posted a video. Um, I wish you guys could see it. It appears to be this person he described. Mm-hmm. In great detail. Walking on the sidewalk what? past his house. <laughs> so John, uh, po- not me, by the way, although mm-hmm. I might have posted this. What exactly is looking suspicious here? It looks to me like he's minding his own business. David answers, in the middle of the night, um, hello. Oh, hello, John. Are you <laughs> a uh, unqualified... <laughs> doomsday prepper person that can list ambiguous details about a human being <laughs> i think so in the video he just walks on the sidewalk he's walking he does glance over to the house and okay. and i mean it is a little weird it's 2 30 in the eight in the morning if we're if we're to believe david but whenever david is speaking of him walking around the house the footage mm-hmm. doesn't show him walking around the house he's just no. walking in front of the home and he's looking at the house while he's walking yes. i can walking All past right. Like murderers and robbers do. Sure. Uh, Dawn, who said, and you know, I shouldn't say this to anyone named Dawn out there. I'm sure you're (laughs) a lovely person. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to. But in my experiences in life, Dawns have opinions about things like this. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this one is no different. Dawn says, if someone was strolling around my house at 2 a.m., I'd be concerned too, but not too concerned, if you know what I mean. No. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know if that's I would be a threat, oh, an invitation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Dawn's packing heat? Is that I don't that know means? if she's packing heat or if she's inviting people to come on by, or oh. I'm assuming she means. I would yeah. get a gun. Yeah. I would be concerned, but not too concerned, if you know what I mean. Now I'm concerned about Don, because that comment is just about as spooky as 
uh, David's, you know, bringing this to the table. Because what is that? Okay, anyways. Well, David gives her an emoji smiley face and says, exactly my point. Which... What? Well, (laughs) it isn't your point, though, because you came on here to talk about it. So... I, I should say, I... I really have to always go through the comment threads to see if I miss something between in conversations on next door. But yeah, that's a direct response. Anyway, Crystal says, I watched the video 10 times. I don't see him doing anything weird. Thanks Crystal. Yeah. 10 times is that's thorough, but, um, (laughs) Dawn comes back and says, We've had break-ins to cars in this neighborhood, dot, dot, dot. Hello. I just might, you know, be too concerned. Wink, wink, wink. Okay, Don. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I read ahead a little bit. Okay, let's go. (laughs) Heather says, I can't tell in the videos or the pictures. But I think that's my roommate. He does tend to keep odd hours due to his health problems. I don't know if he takes late night <laughs> late night walks without his dog, but if that is him in those videos, and again, I really can't tell. I don't think you have anything to worry about. <laughs> Perfect. Again, so helpful. And again, because of the description, you know, she's like, now that I think about it, my roommate wears hoodies sometimes Uh, he'll wear blue jeans no hair i you know so that sounds like maybe it might be him maybe he keeps also he walks at two in the morning for health Mm -hmm. reasons maybe he he can't sleep he does have jeans he does have Mm. jeans he looks about yay height he does have two feet Sometimes he walks. He has walked past could, houses. I could ask him. Nah, I won't ask him. Nah, but I'll just you know, post here and tell people to not worry to worry about, about it. it. Yeah. Well, Marie has some, some, some words for Heather. Mm. And what if it's not him? Oh. If you, in quotation marks, can't tell, then you don't know who he is. And according to Peggy's post which I don't see Peggy's post. So maybe there's a secret next door. I'm not Mm. aware of Mm -hmm. Uh, this man is a prowler and problematic. So maybe you should be calling the police about your roommate, because if it is your roommate, then he would be problematic. Wouldn't he? It's important. We all help each other. We have a lot of families and nice folks who live in this neighborhood and they're always willing to help out another neighbor. So if your roommate is this prowler, you need to take care of it. Okay, hold on. <laughs> there is so much sass in this remark. I, I, I mean, can't handle it. So now it's on. It's, now it's Heather's fault because well, Heather, Heather chimes to... in. I think innocently. I think she doesn't realize how harsh. I mean, next door is basically the the like prison of social media. From what I've seen, like you can't come in here soft. You can't, Mm -hmm. you have to establish yourself early. Everything has to be definitive. You can't come in here with shit like, well, it could be like there's no, which my in Heather's defense, anybody by looking at this video or the description that David provided again, description and quotes, 
anyone would think it could be anybody, honestly, because it's just an outline of a person. You cannot see anything. Right. But, you know, Marie, I think made it clear to Heather, like, don't come in here with this. Clearly. I wonder, maybe kind of, there's no maybes here. Yeah. You're not helping anybody with uh, your maybes. This is not a maybe neighborhood. This is a definitive neighborhood. Wow. Um, Let's see here. Okay. Like I said, there's always somebody who's trying to be a peacekeeper in these threads. And they're always the, they're the people I want to get to know. Sure. In my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And they're all, it's always someone different, which is great. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Joyce says, Hey, everybody, there's no need to argue. Things have gotten pretty heated in here. The only point I want to make is that we all need to pay attention. If he's not a problem, great. But if he is, we need to help each other out. David posted this because he was concerned. No harm, no foul. Wow. Thanks, Joyce. Joyce, I feel like we need to apply that more to everyday life, especially this year. That's great. Yep. Way to bring people together, get to the point. That's right. Listen, if he's minding his own business, fine. If yeah. he isn't, somebody sees something, then that's great. Let's help each other out. Yeah. If he's a murderer, Heather's going to know first. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> that's right. Heather will have a definitive <laughs> I mean, response right then and there. There will update. be no more maybes. <laughs> update, guys. <laughs> yep, it was him. <laughs> And yes, he's a problem. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Wow. They laughed at me for taking Tybo classes back in the day. but That's right. Um, they told me that I was indecisive. <laughs> so wow. well, that, that was, was next, next door corner for this week. Yep. That was a good one. That was yeah. a good one. It's... And I know it's cheating because it's just literally opening up an app and reading from it, but I find it there. Yeah. I find it humor. (laughs) Hours of entertainment. Yep. I agree. Should we get onto the topic? Oh yeah. This episode, (laughs) that whole thing. Yeah. So everybody, so you notice the title of our podcast, irrelevant revelations. The first half tends to be the irrelevant part. Um, it's where we just kind of ease our way in. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, the second part is the main topic of the week. And it's, it's our main discussion that we'll have for the majority of the podcast. And sometimes it's pretty heavy subjects. Sometimes it's lighter. Um, but we always try to stress we're not experts, um, which you'll see. And you probably have you probably already. yeah I mean we yep <laughs> yeah I don't uh, see Doctor Fauci on TV talking about how he almost shit his pants in a cabin so <laughs> so we're right. not the definitive voices um, on these things but um, we you know we do this kind of as a a open forum where we can discuss things and we want you to be a part of the conversation we want um, you know. Any comments you have, any any stuff that we missed or anything you want to add, feel free to reach out to us. And and we would really like to build a community where we can all work through these things together. 
Yep. Yeah, that's the goal. For sure. What are we talking about this week? Uh, we are talking about self-care. Wow. Which yeah. kind of aligns with the first part of this episode. <laughs> yeah, very good subject, especially yeah. this time in the world. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think it has become um, more prevalent, I know, at least in my life, given the um, the events and everything that's been going on recently. So. Yeah. I absolutely think it's very, very relevant. Yeah. And I think we both want to be clear. So we're talking about self-care, but not necessarily self-help or or deeper like mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so this will be kind of, well, we'll see where it goes. We just start talking and we don't know where it goes. But for anyone who's struggling with any kind of mental health stuff or, or feel um, like you need help, you know, utilize any kind of resources in your area um and you know reach out and try to try to get the help that you need um reach out to professionals mary and i both are huge proponents for therapy um and it's okay to reach out and get help and we just want to yeah yeah we'll provide some links um in the description as well um, for, for different resources and things like that. Yeah. But I, I imagine, you know, today as, as John mentioned, um, you know, we never know really kind of where these conversations are going to go, but, but we might very well just kind of get to the surface of, of the very basics of self-care. And so, yeah, Yeah. if anything else is kind of going on more serious, absolutely. Please, 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 um, reach out. Yep. And while I'm irresponsible with my midnight sneaking try to be responsible with the podcast and just making sure sure that you know you're supported out there and there are if you need help there are ways to get them Mm -hmm. and and it's it's the strongest thing you could do is reach out to try to find it Mm -hmm. absolutely that being said do you want to go first you want me to go what do you feel like yeah i feel like i've just been talking 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 so All right. I mean, I don't feel that I'm not agreeing with you, but I'm, <laughs> I am ready to talk. Yeah. Shut um, up, asshole. Let me. <laughs> God, finally. Am I right? Um, <laughs> nothing about you shitting. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Self-care. Talking shit with John and Mary. Talking shit. <laughs> Welcome to it. <laughs> Cleaning up your shit with self-care. All right. <laughs> I do apologize. It's a goofy Friday here. No, it's good. Yeah, it's Friday. Listen, the weather's crazy. Things are going on. We're all just trying to do our best. So, and that's (laughs) self-care plays into that. Exactly. Um, Self-care, I was speaking to John a little bit before we started recording, and it has become way more prevalent and necessary in my life. Yeah. uh, For me personally, this year more than ever, um, I feel like because we're in such uncharted kind of territories, I know for, at least for myself, especially emotionally, um, I have tried to dip into all kinds of forms of self-care that I never um, have tried before in forms of meditation, um, different kind of like, we've done like coloring, kind of more artistic stuff than I would usually do. Uh, just various things to just kind of try and 
help myself kind of cope and process things in a, in a different way. Um, and I think, I think with, with something like self-care, it has kind of some different layers to it. I Mm -hmm. think, and again, you know, I think that that has to be said with whenever I'm talking about self-care, self-care being such a priority for me and becoming a priority for me this year, um, then, you know, it makes me explore the idea of, of times when it wasn't a priority or it's something that I didn't ever give a lot of consideration to. Right. And kind of why that is and, and, you know, different reasons, um, why it's become so necessary. And again, of course, with everything going on this year, but, but I think one of the things that, that comes to mind for me is, um, this, this process of, for me, giving myself kind of grace and permission for self-care. I don't think that self-care is a natural thing for people. I mean, depending on who you are, obviously, but it's not usually at the forefront of my, of my, um, day. Right. Or like, yeah, in general, it's not like, oh, what have I done for myself lately? It's like you wake up and you go through the motions, you go through the routine and you come to the end of the day and that's that. And then, you know, maybe depending on self-care, depending on what's going on, you find yourself exploding, you know, (laughs) it's something that you wouldn't normally or you find yourself feeling, you know, maybe emotionally down, maybe depressed. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But, um, yeah, Yeah, I think that's the way I think of it. I think of it as almost when I was thinking about this subject, almost like two phases Mm -hmm. and it's, it's the same thing, but just two different ways of looking at it. The first is preventative maintenance. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, with your car, you get your oil changed, you rotate your tires, all that kind of stuff. But we don't really do that for ourselves a lot. Yeah. And so that's where these, these things we're going to talk about kind of come into play where it's preventing you from getting to that explosion point through little actions that Mm -hmm. build up or that kind of um, come together over time to prevent you from, from having those big breakdowns or any of that kind of stuff. And then the second part of it is after one of those breakdowns, that, that version of it as well, where you're right. like, cause, cause once the warning lights have gone off, now you're like, okay, you can't just go back to the things that led you to that. So, right. um, so I kind of think of it as, as it's not just one thing. It's, it's these different kind of phases of it working together. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be completely honest, I am terrible with it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I have those those kind of streaks, I'll say of um, a couple weeks here or a couple or you know a week here or a month or something like that, where I'm really being active about. And for me, they're they're meditation. Um, you know, easing up on on you know, just having coffee and water instead of like, you know, sodas or energy drinks or any of the other stuff that I convinced myself I need to get through the day, eating healthier, um, 
pulling myself away from distractions like the phone or or that kind of stuff and having my home time really be kind of a sanctuary time that's kind of my version of of self care mm-hmm. and when i'm doing those things i it's weird i think in our minds we think that if you do something like okay i meditated for 2 days how come i'm not you know a spiritual guru now sure it's like, you no, want that immediate gratification. Yeah. yeah. And I think with these things, that never comes. There is no end point to it. And that's mm-hmm. a hard thing to wrap your head around is the idea that, no, this is just a lifelong practice. And it's going to make things better, but you're not really going to notice it. <laughs> yeah. And it's certainly not going to be really quick by any means. Right. Yeah. And the motivation that it takes to do those things for two days yeah. is it's always going to kind of be needed in yeah. order to continue to do it. You right. know, it's not, and that's a very good point because that's something I never, um, I, I just didn't really realize and until recently. And, and mm-hmm. for me, it's like, especially on the subject of like exercising or something, I feel great when I exercise. Yeah. Um, I try and make it a priority, you know, Mm -hmm. a a majority, a a big portion of the days out of the week, you know, because I know that it makes me feel good. I know that, you know, it's, it's good for me and everything. Um, and I, I, I was so convinced for so long that, well, I'll just get to a point where it'll click and then I won't really even have to think about it anymore. It'll just become part of like my day and I'll exercise and it's no big deal. And there's no even you know, there's not even room for me to like not do it or, or something like that. And, you know, for me personally, and I don't know, you know, I'm sure that there are people out there that where it is like that and and whatnot, but for me, that's not the case. It is, you know, I can be working towards a, a, a fitness goal and I'm really dedicated and I hit that goal. And then I'm thinking, Hey, this is it. Like I figured it yeah. out. And then it like a week goes by after hitting that goal and I haven't done anything. And I know yeah. that I should. And it's like, oh, this is starting again. Like this is something that is a continuous thing that I have to actively put into my life. And I feel right. like with self-care, that is a common um kind of track or way yeah. of, you know, kind of process with these things is it has to be intentional. And it has to be implemented. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, something you said that I have struggled with is that feeling of selfishness and making sure that you're separating, like, it's okay to take care of yourself, but it's not okay to just think of yourself. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, separating those two things. I I always worry about being on the borderline of like, am I being selfish or am I just doing what's needed to take care of myself? Mm. Um, And have you ever struggled with that or do you have any kind of. um... Um, Maybe in some form, like, can Mm -hmm. you give me an example of, of like a time when you, when you felt like, in terms of self-care, like you felt like you needed to do something, but then you felt like it might be selfish. So I, I think it's, I think it's something rooted just in, in me where mm. 
and maybe I, I don't know where it comes from. I mean, most things come from childhood, whatever. But for me, it's it's almost like anything I do for myself, I have to justify it in my head before I do it. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that could be something as small as, as you know, oh, I'm going to get this thing off Amazon, but I have to have a reason for it. It's like, no, I got that because this and this and this. Or it can be a big thing like, you know what, I just need a day to myself but the, or whatever it is. But the problem is not doing those little things leads to that moment you were talking about, that explosion where it doesn't yeah. have to be like you threw a table across the room or, or you turned into the Incredible Hulk. It can be that you just get resentful because you haven't had that time for yourself or you haven't done those things for yourself. And it turns into resentment and then it becomes mm. this big like, well, fuck it. I'm going away for the weekend. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. like, whoa, like I'd like to go. And it's like, no, I I need my time when, you know, that kind of thing. Me so time. grab my, I'm getting my yeah. jacket. Yeah. And so I guess struggling with, with trying to figure out like, do you even need justification for doing stuff for yourself? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it's the reason. I think that is certainly part of why self-care and the concept mm-hmm. of self-care is is somewhat um, controversial isn't the right word, but it's mm-hmm. I think that that is a reason why it feels wrong sometimes mm-hmm. is because and like it needs to be justified. And for some reason, I feel like we live in a society and an environment where giving yourself a break, or allowing yeah. yourself to have something that's yeah. just for you, um, allowing yourself to feel however you need to feel and, and whatnot is taboo. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of bad um, yeah. or it's seen as bad. And so I do think that that motivates this feeling of, well, I need to justify if I'm dog tired in the middle of the day and I want to lay down and have a nap. I need to do something that justifies that nap or I need to justify why I need rest because it's, it's, I can't just go in the middle of a Wednesday and take a nap. Right. That's, you know, that's unacceptable because I need to be out there and I need to be doing things and I need to, um, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, no, I think that that is, is a fantastic point. And, and, you know, to go back to your previous question, I absolutely um, agree with that and, and like have had similar experiences of mm-hmm. this kind of initial, you know, oh, I want to do that or, oh, mm-hmm. that sounds like it would be really good. But then there's almost like this hesitation of like, but I can't just go and do that. Or like, yeah, I'm looking around for like, um, I don't know if it would be like praise or something, but just like encouragement of like, do you think, is it okay if I like go, I just need like to, I just need like 10 minutes. Can I just go take like a bath or something and like read my book? And what's crazy is usually uh, when you ask, yeah. (laughs) Like, why are you asking that? Yeah. Usually when you say something like that, Mm -hmm. the other person will just be like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a, like, why are you asking me that? Go take a bath. Great. I did that recently with my wife. I can't remember exactly what I was doing. It might've been along those lines or like, Mm -hmm. I was just going to read my book or something. 
and I don't know why, but mm-hmm. I, I think it was just because it was like the evening kind of when we usually do stuff together, but she was going to go do something. And I was like, oh, do you mind if I read my book? And she was like, why are you asking me that? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Um, I'm going to read my book and not, you know, just like, oh. I don't know why. Yeah, but. I'll do that too. I'll, I'll preemptively stop myself from doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, when my wife is about as cool a person, like there's almost nothing I could present that she'd be like, no, absolutely not. Like she trusts me. I, I trust her and stuff, but I don't know. It's, it's, there's something embedded in my operating system. That's just attaches guilt to anything that I do for myself. Yeah. And it wasn't always like that. Like I was an incredibly selfish teenager and in my <laughs> early tw- I mean I really was. Sure. Same thing I think in my we all kind of are to some degree, well, but and uh in my early 20s too and then I don't know, maybe after I had my daughter or I I I don't know if I could really attest it to anything other than just this change that that happened where all of a sudden I just felt I feel the tinge of like I said guilt whenever mm-hmm. I want to do something that's just for me or I have to do it with this, like with this extra bit that involves everyone else yeah, or involves someone else. So like, it can't just be, Oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go, uh, whatever it is. Um, you know, I'm going <laughs> to do a full face routine and then, all this kind of stuff and lay upstairs. Do you want to join me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, cause like encouraging her to be a part of it takes away the guilt that I'm, I'm doing some, now we're doing something instead of it's just me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think too. And to the viewers, you can't see me, but I'm not really doing a lot of, I was just struggling for something to come up with. I'm not <laughs> doing a whole lot of facials or <laughs> all that kind of stuff. But I feel like it's, I mean, I, the shift that you're kind of talking about, I think Mm -hmm. is in, of course it could come from a number of places and Mm I, I, I identify with the shift as well. And I think it's partly, you know, whenever you get married or you, or you get in a relationship, you know, I I do think it's a really good and healthy thing for Mm -hmm. that relationship to have a shift where. It isn't me, 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 me. You know, I I do need to consider, um, of course, this other person. Mm -hmm. But I mean, granted, you should live like that in general. You know, (laughs) I mean, there's always people around you, friends, family. But of course, whenever nowadays, well, that's true. (laughs) Maybe you and your pet. I don't know. That's right. Take um, care of your pets. God damn it. Take care of your pets. Quit being so selfish. Um, Yeah, right. Like your pet would let you be selfish. My pets run my entire life. (laughs) <laughs> That's why I need the me time. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I feel like there is like a natural shift that occurs, which is good, but mm-hmm. it is, it is an interesting point. Like you're saying why, how this kind of seemingly selflessness um, kind of comes with the price of like losing yourself in some way. Yeah. And you could make the case it's actually more selfish. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No. Well, because you're doing it for yourself ultimately. Right. In that regard. To, to to feed that 
whatever that thing is in you mm -hmm. that's that's causing that guilt it's to just feed that to shut it up for a little bit instead yeah. of dealing with it and and it's also you know withholding a better version of yourself from your partner well yeah and i think also not really necessarily respecting them in a way that if, yeah you know that like trusting them that if you were in fact doing yes. something that it was somehow impacting your relationship or them that they mm -hmm. would let you know like you know if there's a problem i'll let you know yeah but you don't need to make up problems in your head like you don't yes. need to act like you need to ask me to read a book that's nuts yeah. um and yet here i am kind of you know oh well and and in that scenario right there it makes so much sense in your head when you're going through that that it you know when you ask the question and they look back at you like what Mm -hmm. Are you kidding? Yeah, go read a book. I don't care. It automatically just washes that all out. And you're just like, oh, what was I doing? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, can you think of, I don't know. If, I don't think that this is a loaded question, but just like on mm -hmm. the topic, can you think yeah. of besides like you, you mentioned, like, you know, there's been there'll be a times where for two days you kind of do everything that you mm -hmm. need personally for the self-care and you're feeling good. But can you think of another time whenever you, I guess, kind of did something that was self-care? I want to know kind of a, what it was, if you feel like sharing and then yeah. b like kind of how, um, how you do feel like it made you feel different, you know, kind of maybe as an individual and then how it, you presented yourself within your relationship and like your environment. Yeah. Um, so that's a really good question. Um, it's kind of one, a loaded one. Sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, one thing I can think of um, from time to time, I haven't done it in a while, but um, I, I've gone to uh, sensory deprivation tanks, like the isolation tank things. Mm -hmm. And um is that where you go underwater and stuff yeah no yes yeah okay yeah. gotcha so you're you're in like i think it's like 11 inches of water but there's like 800 pounds of epsom salt in there so mm -hmm. you float mm -hmm. and it's at the temperature of your body so you kind of and it's like there's no it's soundproof and there's no light in there and so at some point you're just floating and you can't really cool like there's no there's nothing coming in right kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, I think they're they're becoming a lot more popular nowadays. Um, but I tried it and just loved it. And it was like I spent um, I spent money to buy my time. So yeah, okay, right? Because yeah, I can't have true. a phone in there. I can't have a laptop in there. I can't have a TV on. It's just literally I'm paying to be in this thing for an hour and a half. And I have nothing to do except for just kind of float there and just be alone with my thoughts and just kind of hang out. Mm -hmm. And it's, it feels great on your joints because you're, there's mm -hmm. no pressure on anything and you get out and you just feel this like, I, you know, it's kind of cliche to, to say, Oh, you feel high or whatever. It's not really like high. It's more just, I would say you feel low. 
like you feel yeah, kind of like just relaxed almost. and grounded and yeah. just like very there's a lot of like you say man a lot when you get out of there like yeah man you're just really uh, polite cool you man learn a lot yeah. of manners in there <laughs> yeah cool man yeah. yeah yeah but i scheduled this i went and did it um did it a couple times and felt fantastic afterwards but I have to drive downtown, took a half hour to drive down there. I'm there for an hour and a half, half hour back. And it just took up a large chunk of the day. Couldn't do it really during the week because I work. Weekends is kind of me and my wife's time. So I just kind of stopped doing it. And what was funny is over this last weekend when we went to the cabin, she actually scheduled one for us. But we didn't have time. Yeah, we had to cancel because we didn't have time. But it kind of took me back a little bit and I, I was just laughing and I told her, I was like, you know, what's so funny. Like in my head, I stopped doing these because I felt like I was just cutting into our time. And she was like, Oh my God, no. Like, yeah, do that. Yeah. Why would you? <laughs> it's She's okay. like, I love being called ma'am. Please <laughs> yeah, get yeah. back in there. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's, it's one of those things where, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, it's a black and white thing in my head, but there's a lot of different shades to it. So it's not like I'm going to the bar for four hours and getting wasted and then coming Mm -hmm. back home and just being an asshole. I'm going to do something that makes me feel better and makes me more, um, relaxed. So So of course she's cool with it. Yeah. So ah. it's it's less than you're trying to escape something, more so you're trying to gain something. Yeah. 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 And so that's that's a that's one example like off the top of my head of something that I did. It was a good thing for me and for her and for our whole family and I stopped doing it because I convinced myself that it was only good for me. Hmm. Yeah. Do you do you have you done that a lot with things? Do you feel like in general? Hmm. Uh, probably. Hmm. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. I. Yeah. But. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have like a self care thing that you do like more so than not? Like nothing necessarily big like that, but do you have something that you feel like you consider self care that's more of like a easy to do every day or every week kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, for me, journaling and, uh, Oh yeah. You (laughs) said meditation too. So I'm going to sound so, (laughs) so like hippy dippy or woo woo or whatever, but, um, part of my journaling. So, and it's, it's hit and miss when I'm doing it, I feel a lot better. Mm -hmm. And, but, just first thing in the morning, five minutes, free write, write whatever comes to your head. It doesn't even, it could be free association. You can just write <laughs> banana, bear, tacos, uh, whatever it is. And, uh, and then I'll do my, like, um, I write three things that I'm grateful for. Nice. And yeah. And I think there's something very powerful about gratitude. And it helps you to appreciate, well, yeah, obviously gratitude helps you to appreciate things, but, um, but it helps you in those moments when you feel like 
you just feel like it's raining only on you. Mm-hmm. Like, like everybody else is in the sunshine and getting a tan and you're just drenched in this like shit rain that just can't, won't stop. Sure. It helps think- you in those moments to be like, oh, actually you can look back on them and say, oh yeah. I'm, and it doesn't have to be major things. It's just whatever comes to your mind that you're grateful for. Yeah. And expressing that I think moves your energy towards or moves your, your mind towards looking for things that you're, that are good instead of focusing on the things that are terrible at the moment. Sure. Kind of moving forward in a way. Yeah. That's a really good one. What about you? Um, you know, one I kind of thought of that I felt like is a little bit unique and I wouldn't normally label it as self-care, but I absolutely feel like it is because it makes me feel so good and so happy Mm. is dancing when no one's really here. That is, I always have music on or a podcast, but I'll have music on a 10 again with that time capsule. Mm -hmm. Um, playlist and I'll just have my AirPods in and, you know, doing housework or doing whatever, and I'll just break it down. Yeah. And, and it, you know, there's just something so freeing and empowering kind of about that. I mean, not to get too like, you know, it's not heavy, but I think the symbol of it, the symbolism of it is um, important because it's just a time where like, whatever I'm feeling, I let my body do and laugh at myself or I, you know, whatever. But that's something that happens pretty regularly. Um, for sure. And then, you know, I, I really, I love baths and stuff and, and reading in the bath is a big one or going on walks. Um, Oh, outside and and things like that just kind of like like having those moments of like checking in and just i think things in terms of self-care um don't always have to be these huge kind of exercises and yes i think that there's a time and place for intentional practices that move you forward and i think that we should challenge ourselves with that because yes that that helps us evolve and that helps us to reflect and and we need that. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think sometimes just kind of recognizing like, Hey, when I turn that song up in the car really loud <laughs> and I yell, you know, yeah. like, Oh my gosh, Shania Twain came on that, that time yeah. capsule one, man, I feel like a woman. Yeah. And I was belting it out in the car yesterday and I'm sure people around me, but I, it just felt so good, oh. you know? And I did the same thing coming home from work yesterday. Yeah. So I would say that's one for me too. Yeah. Just, yeah. Get, just allowing yourself to be in that moment. And in that moment, the only thing that matters is me hitting them notes with Shania oh. and yeah. And so, yep. So almost a through kind of letting your um your conscious like normal persona that would judge you doing something like that or would would kind of um govern you doing something outside of that letting that go as that's the kind of a form of yeah yeah self-care just to yeah and i guess it makes sense because it's it's that you know we're in these like lanes of our lives all the time Mm -hmm. and every once in a while, just going outside of it is such a freeing experience. And you just get that moment of like, Oh yeah. You know, this is awesome. Yeah. 
Especially, I think, you know, with this year, you know, I've been feeling more confined than ever. Yeah. And it's just, it can be, yeah, just having those moments of just releasing that ambition and just being like, whatever, you know, um, I'm like our version of our version of like when a dog just kind of all of a sudden loses it and just starts running around like crazy, chasing its tail and just like, you know, burying its face and whatever. And then just looks up and gives you kind of this crazy look. That's me for sure. Yeah. Wow. This conversation is really kind of opening up what my definition of self-care is. Well, yeah. And it really did for me too, because I didn't really consider that until I started to, I sat down before we recorded this and really tried to reflect on like, what is self-care? And I, I mean, I think for me, it's allowing myself to feel the emotions that I'm having. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, and, um, whatever those may be, even the emotions that sometimes we're not super excited to feel, I think it's important to acknowledge them and in a and then allow ourselves to understand and process those emotions the best way we can with, you know, and, and again, I think that that's something that's not really talked about or addressed, um, a lot of the time in our society. And so, yeah, like, whether that's, you know, going downtown for you and getting into that tank and floating in the water, you know, yeah. whether that means I'm just going to listen to sad songs all day or yeah. I'm going to journal or I'm going to exercise or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, I, I just, I think that like, kind of like you said at the beginning, I'd always kind of place self-care in these like few categories of you know it's either it either needs to be this huge you know big intentional thing of like are you checking in with yourself and are you you know allowing yourself to just sit in this and I think that that is a great thing to do Mm -hmm. and it's necessary and we should all do that but there's also this other part of it that's just like you know, self-care for you that day might just be making a really big mess in the kitchen while you make your favorite meal, (laughs) you know, or like it it might just be, you know, I don't know. That's what in my head, when we, when we kind of came up with this topic, that was my, my thoughts about it were the idea of a routine, a daily routine of like, okay, at this time I, I, wash my face, then I moisturize, then I floss, then I do this. And, and, you know, before I go to bed and then in the morning I, I do this and I do this and I do this as kind of like, like I was saying before, like preventative maintenance kind of things. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, this is kind of opening my mind up to maybe it's really only doing something for yourself without judgment. And in a free way, whatever that may be, if it's putting on nineties country and singing at the top of your lungs to it, mm-hmm. or if it's, um, you know, just going for a walk in the park and not worrying about what time it is or how long you take that walk for doing something without the burden of judgment or guilt is, I guess, really kind of what my 
what's been opened up to me here with this conversation about what it could be. Yeah. So that's, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And I, and I definitely, I don't think I ever really factored that in as much until we started talking about it as far as like, um, you know, the concept of how we look around for the justification. Like, it's not only mm-hmm. that we don't allow ourselves to do it, but it's like when we do, it's always attached to this guilt sort of, you know, selfish um, illusion that we we kind of create. Yeah. And yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, you kind of, you have to give, allow yourself to do these things. And if you are met with some type of justification that you're finding you need from yourself, then questioning that or doing it anyways, and then seeing what happens. Yeah. 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 Like going for a walk at two 30 in the morning and In your blue jeans. In your in dark your jeans. Your dark jeans. And being one man with a bald head. With a bald head just <laughs> stomping around thinking uh, he owns the place. Well, David's gotcha. Uh, so what if if uh, someone's struggling with like that guilty feeling mm-hmm. like they and again you kind of got to make the call for yourself between whether you're a narcissist or you just need to do something for yourself. Sure. But, uh, if someone's struggling with that, um, where they just feel like people are always depending on them. And so that they always have to put that, that energy towards taking care of other people. Mm -hmm. What can you think of any kind of like, I know you asked me before, but any kind of like simple things or or ways that someone who's going through something like that can kind of just do a little thing for themselves or 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 any kind of like way to switch their their mentality to you know this actually helps everyone else out more right if you take care of yourself me. a little bit too, yeah. Yeah. I know it's tough. It's like, <laughs> well, no, can, you I mean, solve every, <laughs> can you solve everyone in the world's problems right well, now? I think that that's a great question. And it's one uh, I ask myself all the time. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if I have any answers because that's something that I, that I personally yeah. deal with, but I can I'm say. I'm asking for a friend named Mary and uh, also for. <laughs> also, there's this guy named John <laughs> yeah. and yeah. he's yeah. just wondering. Um, I think. You know, something ironically that I was talking about with my therapist recently Mm -hmm. is this need for me to insert myself more with people in my life that I feel like, um, I personally feel like maybe I'm not like seen as much, right? Like kind of like you're saying, like I spend my time maybe taking care of them or prioritizing them. And it doesn't leave much room for my voice to be heard. And Mm -hmm. so we talked about this concept of like in a healthy way, in a way that matches my own personal narrative, inserting myself more Um, in that, you know, that's easier said than done. I think it, you know, for me, it comes with things, but I think just the thought of that concept and what that would look like and understanding 
also that even though I, I know that like, I have things to say and I have feelings and I have stuff going on, but also reminding yourself that you're important. Um, (laughs) you know, despite what's going on with all these people that are in your lives and that you're, you're dedicated to, and that's a very beautiful thing. Um, you matter and, you know, and, and kind of just reminding yourself that like, whatever you're experiencing, whatever you're going through. Um, and just because these, you know, these other people around you are experiencing whatever there is going on with them does not diminish what, uh, what's going on in your world. Yeah. And, and I think just even the first step of, of understanding that and starting to get the wheels turning of thinking like that is a very empowering step up at least it has been for me um and i think that it leads you kind of down this path of exploration um into these avenues of like well what are some things i could do for myself that that um that help me you know again i keep thinking about this concept of where i'm going towards something instead of away from it. Yeah. You're not trying to escape anything. I'm trying to go towards, you know, whatever it might be more clarity or happiness or feeling included or, or just like a boost in emotion, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, that's been something for me recently that I feel like certainly correlates with self care is you kind of have to start considering that the self is important and it matters. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And And I think, I think it's critical. um, If it's, if it's something that you haven't really made time for yourself for before, or like if you're, if you're in a relationship of some sort, or you have people who are dependent on you or, or just even if you don't, Mm -hmm. the, when you're first, like approaching this idea of taking care of yourself when you haven't before, I would say, again, not an expert, um, but I would say make a point of it, like make it a thing, schedule it, let everybody know, hey, next Tuesday at five o'clock from five to seven, I'm going to be, that's my time. It's me time. Yeah. Give everybody fair warning. So everybody knows it. And even if during that two hours, you're like, oh my God, I, why am I doing this? I have to do this and this and this. That's okay. Right. Mm -hmm. But keep scheduling that time for yourself because over time you'll get to a point where that kind of fades away. And the, the action, the, the action of scheduling time for yourself is already self-care. Yeah. So you're, you've already taken the step and it's kind of a cheat code thing where, um, it's a thing you want to do, but you're already doing it by, by even Mm -hmm. scheduling that for yourself. So, um, that would be my suggestion if it's something that's, that you're struggling with or you're, you're, and it's, it's okay to do. And if it falls through, that's fine. Schedule it again, schedule, Mm -hmm. just kind of keep sticking with it. And I think over time you kind of build up that, like that yeah this is my time and i'm okay with it and you'll see other people will be okay with it too people yep. adjust people adapt to things it's and 
if they, well, I shouldn't say that, but I was going to say, if they love you, they'll adjust. <laughs> no, I don't want to put all of that on there, but, but people will adjust and um, it, it'll be okay. But you're just, your time and your emotions and your feelings are just as important as everyone else who's ever been on this planet. Yes. So, um, and it's okay to feel that way. 100%. That doesn't make you selfish. No. Nope. Yeah. It just makes you, you know, realizing that, yeah. Yeah. You matter. Yeah. Beautifully said. Way to go. All right. Well, yeah, from shit stories to human self-actualization. You mattering. <laughs> we, here we are. We run, we run the gamut here. We're running the gamut. We started at that point and now we're here. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you want to add or you think we uh I don't really think so. Yeah. I I I will um I love the point that you made about kind of letting people around you know whenever mm. you have that intention. One of the first things I did after that therapy session was um text my dad and tell him like, "Hey, just to let you know, I'm going to be more uh, um assertive." with yeah. myself and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to insert myself into your life more. Yeah. And, you know, he was like, absolutely love it. This is great. Awesome. Yeah. That, and, that's an awesome. That's a, that's a really important point is doing stuff like that increases your like internal footprint mm -hmm. in the world. And when you take up that space, it's hard for that space to be taken back. Yep. So it's, so that's where, you know, when people say set boundaries, I think people um, kind of don't understand what that means sometimes, but it's part of it is creating the boundaries and expanding them to where you want them to be. And sometimes that means internally too. And yeah. so, yeah, that's a huge point. That's a good point. Yep. Yeah. So take that space for yourself. Take it, demand it, use it dance around <laughs> all the good things that's right uh, all right well what's uh wow that was great I got <laughs> wow we did high five to us I, on that one I don't, mean it, I don't mean it like that but you know i'll be total like um totally open here like when the subject came up i was like oh okay and then i was thinking about it and i was just like the hell are we going to talk about didn't like, seem that exciting yeah yeah I was like i agree are we gonna talk about baths the whole bath? time yeah we take bubble baths and stuff so <laughs> no it was um this is why i love like this is what the show is about yes so, and all of this stuff probably seemed very obvious to anyone listening but you know that's why we're well, we the revelations we are were, for us <laughs> yeah we said we weren't experts <laughs> The, irrevel the irrelevance for you, the revelations are for us. Bingo. So, awesome. What, what's getting you through the week this week? Um, so. Take a sharp right turn. I wrote one thing down. Yeah. One thing only. Mm. It is the new documentary, Dolly Parton, Here oh, I Am, oh. on Netflix. Is that out? It's out. And it's wow. fucking incredible. I can't wait. I, I love Dolly Parton, have yes. always loved her, but I will, I will and be the first to admit. if you don't, don't listen to us. Yeah, just cut it off then. Go away. It's fine. 
Yeah. But <laughs> we just get real nasty. Yeah. All Sorry. Of a just no, come back. We need you. Dolly Parton sass. <laughs> yeah. um, but, and I will be the first to admit, I have completely underestimated her craft and like her just and like her songwriting and her story and the way that she has navigated the world mm. of her career yeah i just i just bow down but any anyway, yeah. so the documentary is fantastic it of course goes into her life it interviews um various people from from various uh, stages and and um just kind of parts within her journey. But, yeah. but I, the, one of the main things I love about it is it focuses solely, well, mainly on her songwriting yeah. and her ability as a writer and how she's connected with that and that how that's allowed her to get to where she is. And it is, it's just so good. And I, I started it thinking I love Dolly Parton, so I'm just gonna like yeah. kind of put this on and whatever. And I was glued to the wow. cow. I just couldn't. It's just great, and um, yeah. So that's what's getting me. <laughs> that's really that's awesome. Fangirling. I, I don't know that I can follow that. Uh, no one can follow Dolly, but well, that's true. Um, for me, it's a uh, it's graphic novel. It's nice. called pulp p-u-l-p and okay. it's a really interesting it's by ed brubaker and i think sean phillips i believe i hope i'm getting that right um and they've teamed up on a bunch of different graphic novels but this one it's really short um but the idea of it i just love and i i would not be surprised if it gets made into like a short series or like a, a movie or something like that. And it's about this, um, this guy it's in the like 19, um, early 19th century. He's writing these cowboy stories to make money, but he's writing about his own stories that he did because I think we kind of forget that in the early 19th century, now you have cars, you have printing, you know, you have newspapers everywhere. You have like mm -hmm. electricity and homes, but people were cowboys <laughs> in the not so distant future right. or past right. from that moment. And this is what this is about. He's writing stories about his old cowboy days of robbing trains and that kind of stuff. Oh, that's people, cool. Yeah. People are reading them and they're like, Oh, this is great fiction stories. And he's like, it ain't fiction. Yeah. And he starts looking around and he kind of, you know, and it definitely appeals to like the very, like the guy in me and stuff like that. Cause he starts looking around and he's like, you know what? I got one more score in me. And so he's as an old cowboy in this new world trying to, you know, getting ready to, you know, do one last kind of job. So, sure. um, yeah, so it's, it's a really simple, it goes really quick, but I just, Again, it's one of those things that probably everybody else already realizes, but I never think about that. Yeah, you had people who were riding horses and <laughs> and had six shooters on them, and all of a sudden they're in this world where there's cars and there's electricity and there's you know yeah all no, this that's stuff. That's a great and, point. Yeah, and it's something. Yeah, and it's it's just a unique experience uh, I, that you don't really see represented and really anywhere. I, ha I hadn't so. 
So recommend that. It's that it's really a cool. quick read and it's yeah, it's really good. Nice. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. So um is that it? I think so. All right. Um we want to thank everybody as usual. Yes, yes. Um, Thanks and, so much. Yeah. And hopefully you come back next week and yeah, and take care of yourself. Yes. Yep. We love you guys. Love each other. Love yourselves. We'll see you next week. Yep. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye.